this episode of the Keeping It Local podcast brought to you by Pile Style Events. With me, as always, is Alicia Pyle. Hey I'm there. her little assistant. She's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> and today we have Jason Miller. Jason Miller is, would you call yourself R&B? I would call myself... He's a singer. A, a mixture of different stuff. I've had people call me ra- a rapper. A Ooh. rapper. And I do not rap. I rapped on one song when I was very, very young. And, every, and since then, it's like stuck with me, but I'm not a rapper. I'd say like R&B pop. R&B yeah. pop. We're going to call you vocalist Jason Electronic. Miller. Electronic. Voc- yeah, vocalist Jason go. Miller. His new single is Secrets. It just came out in 2018, back in April. You can look it up on YouTube. There's a really yeah. cool video, and I'm sure we'll be talking about that a little bit. And you may know him from Sucker for Love. Was that the, the song that got you signed with Akon? Actually, the, after, I, after I signed with Akon, I recorded Sucker for Love okay. with um, Akon. Cool. I did a lot of local stuff around the Fort Wayne area before, and then I and I just started recording, recording, recording. It's a long story of how to get into it. Yeah, Sucker for Love is how how I probably the most known for mm-hmm. music wise is that song because that's the song that hit the radio and hit the Billboard charts and stuff. Like so that. you started off local though. That's really cool. I did. You're from yeah. Huntington, you were saying? I'm from Huntington. Did a lot of talent shows. Sure. I did like Star Search when I was nine. Oh neat. And I did um really did, remember, Star remember, Search. Remember I remember the, that. Oh yeah. Remember, that's remember, awesome. remember the apartment? Apollos, the Apollo yeah. show. Yeah. I did the Junior Apollos in college because I went to school at Vincent's and um, did the Junior Apollos and then I advanced to the Apollo and I went to school for pre-law to be a lawyer <laughs> and it uh, didn't work out that way. I uh, won the Apollo and I just started pursuing music and it took me so... I'm sure your parents were okay with it. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were great with it, let me tell you. And so I, you know, I did that and then um, uh, moved up here and Todd Smith that owns, you know, all the local places around here, like the bars. Local great places, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Him and Stan gave me a job when I was like 24, 25, and started working inside of the club there. And then they hired me to run the Piers Millennium Dancers. And, oh, then, and then after that, I was in charge of getting all the girls. I introduced Todd to his wife. And, um, Aww. And then after that, I did start um, performing for the cover band Okay. for that. And after I started performing for the cover band, I was like, you know what? I can do this. Yeah. So I, 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 but I want to do my own music. So mm-hmm. I just started working on my own and trying to find producers. And luckily, I bumped into Derek Floyd from Sweetwater Sounds and Charlie Whitfield, who was a DJ here known as Charlie B. And they started making my beats for me. And then I started doing local shows. And I think the first year that Come to Go, is that what it's called? Come to go. Yeah, C2G. Um, is that what it's called now? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, yeah. The, the first year that they opened, I did my very first local CD release party there. Oh, that's so cool. Wow. I think Sonny Taylor was there. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I did collaborate well. with Sonny all the time. Yeah, Sonny was there, I believe. And You write your own music, too, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I my own. So I did that, and I just started, you know, building, building and building and building. And then one day, a girl that's from Fort Wayne, her name was Christy, Christy Thomas, she came to me and she said, hey, I got this guy. He owns a bunch of staffing companies here in town, but he's starting to get into music and he's looking for like ABA slash NBA halftime shows to perform at. And I was like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, okay. And I didn't believe her. You know? so I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Give me a call. Everybody's Whatever. always got to take my number. You know, so she's you like, need a check before yeah, right, this right, happens. Right, right, exactly. You know, and, there's, you know, and she's like, no, I promise. This is the real deal. He wants to fly you out to Vegas to do an ABA show opening up for Little Romeo, which was like masterpiece. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever, man. And she's like, no. And I'm like, well, this is what it's going to take. And, you know, and I'm like trying to think of money in my head and what, what it's going to be. And so anyway, she's like, oh, here it is. And and I'm like, okay, what's going? And so, so anyway, they set up. Oh, and this was the kicker too. This is what's crazy about it is his name was Scott. Is Scott Templin, and, he, and he's like my dad. I mean, he's like family member now. He's my music manager now. But back then, she's like, now here's the kicker. You have to fly with me to Vegas, and he's already in Vegas. 
And I'm like, okay, I don't even know this girl. I don't even know this guy. And you want me to fly to Vegas with somebody I don't even know to go out here and meet this well, person. Well, what could go wrong? But I'm young. <laughs> I had no kid yet. Well, at least you weren't a girl in yeah, this right, situation. Right, 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 yeah, right, right. Right. I'm young. I have no kid. I'm like, okay, where do I sign up? <laughs> so, so I did it. So they flew me out there. And the first time I get out to, to Vegas, I'm feeling really sick. And I have 101 degree temperature. Oh, great. And, and, and I'm just like, this is phenomenal. And so I, I get to Vegas and I get to the um to the truck and I remember Scott and, and Randy open up the open up the truck and I get into this Denali or you or Escalade or something and I sit in there and he's like what's up man Scott Templin I'm like hey how you doing and we start talking he's like hey here's some money yada 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 I'm like I don't want your money man I was like I'll, I'll earn my money I don't need your money and he looks at me with this big look you know like okay what well, so I just gave him the money back I was like I don't need it and so. I got out there, and um, with that temperature, it was just me and one girl that flew out there with Christy that danced for me while I was singing in the middle of the halftime show. And then, I don't even know if I should be airing this or not, but (laughs) then um, Little Romeo was supposed to go on, and he refused to follow me. He refused to go on. Oh, and, you and retired so, little Romeo. And, Thank and, you. And so, so he he, he, he he would not follow me. I don't know what the reason was. I sure. have no idea. Yeah. I just Absolutely. know he wouldn't follow me. And Scott was like, for some reason, that like really got Scott like excited. And so, and so, <laughs> and I, and to be honest with you guys, I sounded like, can I cuss on this or not? I sound, probably, I sound like not. crap. I sound like crap. But you that's know, good. I, I sounded horrible. <laughs> so the thing is, is I, I sounded horrible that night, but he didn't know the difference because he's still tone deaf to this, to this day. <laughs> so I did that and then he thought everything was good and he's like, you Little know what? Little Romeo was back there playing Mario Kart. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> so all, all I know is, is that I did that and then Scott had a bunch of people coming at him from Detroit and, some, and they're like, hey man, you know, we got this connection with Snoop. Scott's like, hey, I want to invest in you. I want to do something in you. Your gig. And at that time I was work I had been working for Centennial Wireless for like ten years. And I came from nothing. So, you know, in Huntington. So I had a really good job at Centennial. I mean a really good job making great money with my friends. It was great. And I'm like, man, I'm like, how long are we gonna be gone? And I just bought a house a week before. A week. My first house. And he's like, We'll be gone for the weekend. And I'm like, Okay, cool. And it's like, I can swing that. So I leave for the weekend. I go out and I record the song SCX with Snoop Dogg. And the problem is, is we were supposed to record it on a Saturday. And Snoop said he wasn't going to be able to do it until the next week. But we were already out there. And so I'm like, dude, I got to get back to work. And Scott's like, no, we got to stay out here. Because whatever he says he wants to do it, we have to be ready yeah, to do it. Yeah. We have to make it happen. It's Snoop D-O-W-G. Yeah, you have to. You, and I don't care. <laughs> if he says it's a Tuesday, you have to be here. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I was like, I get it. So I remember calling my buddy Billy, who was my boss at the time. I'm like, dude, I don't think I'm coming back. <laughs> and he's like... I don't what do you he, mean? He's, he's like, just take your vacation for right now and in a week or two and this and that and this. He goes, but if it gets any longer. Long story short, two weeks later, we're out there and we finished the song SEX. And as soon as we finish the song SEX, we get it recorded. And to answer your question after 20 minutes, we get it recorded. <laughs> and um, and basically, he had done a song with, with Akon and it was in Akon's video called I Want to Love. And when Snoop was in that video, I think I remember he, that yeah, yeah, he he owed Akon a favor, or Akon owed him a favor for doing the video. That's how the music business is. It's, yeah. it's favors, it's favors, it's Quick favors. And who you know, and yada, yada, yada. And so, basically, Snoop got a hold of Akon and said, hey, you got to check out my dude, you know, Jason Miller. We just recorded SEX. It's hot. You owe me a favor. I think you should sign him to your label. And at that time, I mean, Akon and Convict were the hottest thing going. I mean, it was I think it was 2006. Mm-hmm. What's Akon like? What's Nelly like? What are some of these guys like? Well, I've never met Nelly yet. Okay. But Akon is, he's a great dude. 
I mean, I remember my very first night in L.A. ever. It was my birthday. It was my first night I've ever been to L.A. Oh, wow. And I, and I met Detail, and for the first time, who produced all my stuff for the, that time frame. Detail asked me, who's your favorite artist? I was like, dude, my favorite artist of all time is Jodeci. He's like, come with me. So I get in this truck. I don't even know Detail. We drive across town in L.A., and we go to Devante Swing's house, who was the producer for Jodeci. Uh-huh. Devante was. And he had a studio. So I walk into the studio, and Devante's in the studio. And crazy enough, I don't remember who it was, but somebody stands up and goes, Jay Mill? And he, he was from Fort Wayne. And I'm like, I'm like, what's up, man? I think it was RJ from Fort Wayne. He's like, what's up? I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, yo, man, we're working with Easy es daughter. She's rapping right now. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, for real? And he's like, yeah, she's in the studio, yada, yada, yada. So we're in L.A., and and we do that and then we go into Snoop's studio you know one of the best moments of my life uh, I walk into this to this place and there's a security guy sitting at the chair before you can walk in and so we walk into this place and I walk into the studio Snoop is in there recording his album I think he had an album right after The Dogfather. I don't remember what it was, but he's recording that album. But everybody I grew up listening to is in the studio oh wow Snoop Daz from The Dog Pound <laughs> Warren G Oh. MC8 um, all these guys are in the studio and I'm sitting in here and I'm like I'm thinking to myself first of all I'm the only white dude in here <laughs> second of all second of all and I, well, first of all I'm thinking I'm the only white dude in here and I got a button up on what am I doing <laughs> second of all I'm sitting in here and I'm like I'm, and I'm sitting in the studio while he's recording a new album and third of all I'm like and all the people I grew up listening to is in this room that's when you know like there's always a moment they say when you know you've arrived you know what I'm saying and that's when I knew that this was the real deal and that I had arrived and I was making it is because I was sitting in the studio with them and then Snoop obviously got up and and we were in there for about three or four hours and I didn't really say much you know because my first day in LA I'm like God, it's my birthday, and I'm sitting in there, and Scott's not even there yet. I don't even know any L.A. Bucks in there, and Scott's not even got off his plane because this flight got delayed. Mm-hmm. So I'm in there with people I don't even know. Yeah. So I'm sitting in here, and um, and I went with Lucas. Know. Really? Lucas went to L.A. with me. Yeah. So Side we, note, Lucas is my cousin and yes, best Lucas, buddy here, Jason. Because I didn't know anybody. So Lucas I'm like, Luke, Williams. Yeah, I'm like, Luke, can you go with me? So Luke flew out there with me. Oh, cool. And uh, he wasn't with me in the studio. He was back in the hotel because they wouldn't allow anybody else in there. We did that. And so he, he he's a character. He, he's a good dude. And um, 50 Cent, we, you know, we did the song with 50 as well. Very business oriented. Ray J, phenomenal dude. I had met Ray J before when I opened up for him here at, oh, okay. what was that teen club called? Neptunes? Oh, I opened God. I opened up for Ray J at Neptunes. Is that what it was? Um, like a long time ago. So they I had renamed met, that thing like yeah, four so times. I had met and Mark, my dude Marcus owned that. I had met Ray J at Neptunes. Cool dude. And I did not know that two years later that I would be eating sushi with him at a restaurant. <laughs> this and that and this. And I remember just just a really cool laid back dude. His, he's been in the business for a long time too with his sister Brandy and his mom and so yeah, I'm lucky because I'm one of the lucky ones that have been you know around people that are big in the business, but most of them have had their head on straight. I mean, That's cool. I didn't just get myself here. I sure. mean, honestly, it was a, it was a mixture of everybody. But I always go back to this: if it wasn't for the fans and like spinning while I'm performing, that's I mean, the vibes, that's all, the yeah, mood. Yeah. All of these people got me to where I was at. I'm just really just trying to. I find myself like trying to get those guys over more than me. Like if you watch the secrets video, I tried to get the girls in it. 
that were over more than me. I mean, because Mm -hmm. I knew they were so excited. I knew that they may not get an opportunity to do this ever again. You know, so to me, it was just like, I'm just trying to get back now and just trying to, you know, get them to see what it's like and enjoy it, you know, while they have that moment and still enjoy it at the same time. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's what Akon's like. And like I said, hopefully we'll get a chance to see each other again soon. And What's his label called? Yeah, it's called Convict Music. Convict? And, and we, okay. Yeah, Convict Music. And, and we were the number one label in the world at that time. We had, well, before me, you had Akon with Smack That and I Want to Love You and, um, you know, I'm Sorry and songs like that. And then Kobe Odonis was on there with What You Got, Cardinal, uh, Dangerous, the song Dangerous. Yeah. And then we just had a bunch of people, a bunch of different people, and everything was just turning to gold on that, on that label. And so he had a show in Detroit. My studio was in Detroit called The Disc. And we were out there, and he flew in and to for the show. And then after the show, he came to the studio that night. And we sat at the piano, and we started working on Sucker for Love. Oh, and when we did, Detail was my producer at the time. He had produced the Snoop Dogg song. Detail had just gotten out to L.A. about a year before that. And now Detail's one of the biggest producers in the world. But at that time, he was starting to, you know, get out there. And, and so we started working on that and, and doing that song. And we did Sucker for Love. And as soon as we did Sucker for Love, we, we uh, dropped it. And yeah, and then we just kind of went from there. That's so cool. Yeah. Who is your um, producer now for your music? Is are you allowed to say? Oh yeah. Okay. My, yeah. Um, my producer now is actually he's he's local. Okay. His name's J Ray. He's one of the most talented producers I've ever met in my life. J Ray's a lot like me now. J Ray's got a family. And he has a great career, another job as Good well. But he's one of those dudes that. He, he knows he's talented, but I don't think he realizes how talented he is. He's so good. He's the phenomenal people oh, here. He's, he's phenomenal. And the, the great, and that's the thing, too. Fort Wayne has so much great talent. It's like the next Yeah, I, actually, when I was explaining to you, when I was talking to you, to him, I was like, no, you don't understand. I was like, you think that I can play piano, but this girl would, like, run me under the table because she's just amazing because I've oh, seen thanks. some of the stuff that you do. The talent, like I told you that when I saw you. When I saw you out a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you see all these things that I've done? But to me, like what you do takes more talent than what I do. It's just different. It it is, but at the same token, there's something to be said about instrumentation and being able to sing and instrumentation at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's It's a beautiful thing to lay down the groundwork and let a singer bloom on that. And I was talking about that. We did a, just a jazz event last month where we got Mm -hmm. to talk about it. And it's like when you were in the rhythm section or whatever, you lay this, this like pad out and and they get to like plant their garden. Yeah. (laughs) It's so cool. Yes. If you got it back here locked in, you guys, if you know what you're doing, can just do your And that's what I always say to people too. It's like a flower because I write my own stuff. So when you hear how it is at first with me and Jay, I can give Jay an idea and for some reason Jay will have a song or have have music for me in 20 minutes. And then I have and I just freestyle. I don't really write. I just freestyle all my stuff. Really? So basically I just put the headphones on and I just turn the lights off and I usually freestyle everything that I do. And then, of course, I'll go over it. I like to think I was that talented, but I'm not. I, I, then, of course, I go over it and I like, you know, tweak it, yeah. tweak it a little bit, you know, but I get the idea basically in the first five or ten minutes as soon as I hear the song because everything I've had to do is by ear. Sure. Yeah, so that's kind of how cool. I got my start as far as that goes with Akon and, and stuff like that. Obviously, if I wouldn't have grown up listening to music and... Um, oh, that was my next question. Who were some yeah. of your influences? I mean, yeah. Did you have any mentors or how did, how did you Jesus. learn music? The, you know what's funny is... I'm all over the place. Like, <laughs> it's like ADD. Like honestly, the very very first inspiration I had, which is gonna sound crazy, was Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Oh, and, cool. And I and I had my dad to thank for that because he grounded me for an entire summer because I did something really stupid when I was young. <laughs> How and, much uh, trouble can you get in? Oh, yeah. Come well, on, I'm yeah, just kidding. Yeah, right. it, was a, it was a whole paper route scenario. 
scenario, but the point is, is that <laughs> I, uh, I, I basically was grounded for a whole summer, and so he had a bunch of albums. He had a big collection of albums, and I would just listen to his albums, and I just started listening to the Beach Boys at like six or seven years old, and Brian Wilson's harmonies yeah. were just so just ridiculous. I mean, and I just kept studying them and studying them and studying them in my head because I couldn't read notes. And so that was probably one of my first inspirations growing up. And then the Jackson 5 oh, yeah. was a huge inspiration to me. You know, I listened to them a lot. These are your early influences, yeah, too, you're yeah, saying? Er- okay. early Kiss. Oh, yeah. There really you go. That one keeps coming up. I it was does. really into Kiss. I mean, I loved, I loved the theatrical. Yeah. Um, I think that's where the makeup came in on some of the photos I used to do, like in 2009, 2010. The theatrical side of it, and even a little bit of the harmony, and the pop courses. Yeah. You know, the poppy courses. Mm-hmm. I loved that as well. And then, you know, as I got older, probably stuff like, uh, I'd say like 38 Special. And uh, I don't even know if you guys know that is. But like 38, Van Halen with, oh, with yeah. David Lee Roth. Harmonies and, are know, so great. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, the Beatles. I mm-hmm. loved the Beatles. I liked Michael Jackson. But then as I got older, it really went into like Jodeci. And that's one of my favorite groups of all time, Jodeci. I loved them. Cut Some Country. I like I liked some of the country harmonies back in the day too. You know, I loved NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. And oh, I'm yeah. And I'm not afraid to say I mean, I, I love their harmony. They have some I mean, great harmonies. They do. And smooth. I mean, and, and, yeah. <laughs> you have a 30 year old woman, 30 one year old woman right. saying that though so right i mean yeah i mean i, I love them i love their I, stuff i love their stuff i yeah. love them i loved um the old like boys to men anything that had like joe to see like i, I was into silk. that stuff too for a yeah, long time silk, and then i got into usher usher yeah a little, bit, little bit of usher. he's an usher fan <laughs> yeah i liked i liked old school usher yeah i, yeah. I like that yeah i mean just all those all those groups i just kind of try to take a piece of everything like a little bit of everything from oh my god the eagles Oh yeah, the Eagles were just a massive group. You like harmonies, don't you? I do. Do you like, do you layer I, harmonies I when you're recording yeah, and I stuff? I all my own harmonies. Okay. So I do everything with that. New Edition was probably one of my top groups of all time. Was New Edition, and so they they were big. And when I went out to L.A., I, I need to say this name too because I've said details name, but but Young Buck, who goes by L.A. Buck right now, he's got a new album that, that's just coming out now too. He was a big influence on me when I was out in L.A. because he was the one that had the connection with Snoop. Mm-hmm. And without L.A. Buck Introducing me to detail and Snoop. I mean, none of this stuff would have happened. And, you know, and he's been somebody that I've stayed close with as well. Ray J is somebody else because we're all kind of from the same kind of vibe mm-hmm. with where we're at. So I'm just, I'm lucky. I'm one of the lucky ones because, like I said, I came from nothing. I mean, I got up here. I busted my butt to do shows everywhere local, and then I didn't believe that Scott was the real deal when I met him, <laughs> and, then, and and which I don't even think he was. I just think he was, you know, he he, he made yeah. it happen, and so yeah. and so he was when, close and, enough to the real exactly. Deal. <laughs> so when we did, and, and he had the money to invest in it, and he had a big heart, and when he did, it, you know, I mean, even after we did the song with Acom, man, I mean, we had a lot of ups and downs. I mean, we go to the Grammys, we go to publicists. I mean, it, it's it's a tough business. I got up to 2009, and I'm just mm-hmm. doing like a Google search and trying to find mm-hmm. everything I can, and I see pictures of you at the Grammys and. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing you with Akon and all yep. this, and then there's like nothing yep. until 2018. Yep. So you had some type of hiatus. What what happened? And then I did. How and, did you get back into it? And if I'm gonna be honest, which I am honest, I do not lie. And you know, it's it's funny. That's one thing this business has taught me. I'll never try to act like somebody I'm not ever again. And I'll always tell the truth, even if you don't want to hear it. I do not lie. I mean, I didn't always do that. But because of the music business and, and being around that and how much just facade and sure. you know, BS and when you, when, you, when you really do it, I'm not, even if you don't really do it, you're not, I mean, the yeah. point is, is when you're out there and you see how it is, it's just like, and you're from a small town, 
it's almost like, okay, I used to act like I was like this, but now that I'm out here, I don't want to act like I'm like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'd rather be be proud you know, to be from you know, the Midwest. Yeah, right. The whole, yeah. The whole first, so, yeah. So basically, representing Huntington. Exactly. Huntington. H town. H town. H town. So so you know I I think I think for me it took me so long to get signed. It took me till I was like thirty something years old to get signed. So I mean the point is is that by the time I did get out there and I started doing everything and I knew my window was small mm-hmm. because of my age. I knew my I'd like to think because of how I grew up with nothing that I knew that I needed to just bust my ass while I had it there. Yeah, grind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like grind. I had to grind and get down. I remember Akon walking out to me at the W, the hotel, the W. And he'd walk out to me and go, yo, man, I got this. I swear to you, this is what he said. I got this new girl. She's having a party tonight. She's got all this new music. It's going to be banging. I'm telling you, in six months, she's going to be huge. Her name's Lady Gaga. He goes, <laughs> she's having a party, dog. You want to come to this party or what? And I'm like, no, nah, man, I can't. He's like, why? I go, I go, I got to go do this collab. And he's like, man, you're setting up your own collabs out here now? I said, yeah, man. I said, I'm get-. he goes, how much you getting for a collab? I said, about three to five grand each collab. He's like, yo, man, go do your thing. <laughs> he's like, you ain't out here to party or nothing are you i said no man i said i I ain't drinking or nothing i said i'm getting out here and just getting these collabs and that's what i wanted to do was learn the business and try to help other people you know what i'm saying um help them reach their goals and this and that and this and i had my fun don't get me wrong but i always tell people this you know i have had more fun when i was local than I ever did when I was signed. And the, I just told the guy that I told you I ran into before I got here this. I said, when you get signed and it becomes a job, it's not as fun. And so... It gets real serious. Real I, yeah, fast, it does. It know. does. I had a son and he was young. And I was what was happening was is I was going to L.A. and I was, I was flying back every weekend. And so, like, every weekend I would record. And they're four hours behind. Mm-hmm. So I would record in the studio until 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And then I'd go to LAX at 7 o'clock in the morning, get on a plane just so I could pick him up from school. Oh, wow. And so, so like, and I didn't want, I didn't want to be that dad. Yeah. You know, and I didn't want to grow up the way I grew up, you know, absentee. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to make sure that I was there. So I would literally fly home, pick him up, back and forth, back and forth. And when he was younger, it was fine mm-hmm. because he was younger. But yeah. as he started to get older, I think he was about five at the time, five or six. You know, he was crying on the phone, not seeing. And as, as the music's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, I have to be gone more. Yeah. And so I remember detail and Akon just telling me I needed to move out to LA for good. And I just said, I'm not doing it. And they're like, why? And I'm like, I'm just not. I was like, I'll keep coming out, this and that and this, yada, yada, yada. And they're like, Jason, you don't understand. Your song's like number 20 on the Billboard charts or whatever. And we can get this thing to number one if you're out here all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. And they're like, well, we have a tour set up with you with the Baja Men. Mm-hmm. And so I did a tour with the Baja Men. let the dogs out. Yeah. let the dogs out. Great guys. Love those dudes. Went out there with them. We did a like a AAA baseball stadium Nickelodeon slash tour like across the country. And it was insane. I remember just... Everything had started to catch up with me, putting things into my body that I probably shouldn't be putting into my body just to make sure that I kept my weight down. Started to drink a little bit, not doing anything crazy, but going through, you know, going, just trying to cope with not being able to be home, yeah. you know, and not being able to be around my son. And so, but another thing too is, is, is I felt God like tugging at my strings, like trying to tell me something different. You're, you're doing this right now. This is not the right path. I have another path for you. But he was tugging at me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I had met somebody at that time. To nudge. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I had met They're some- soft sometimes. It- Right, you're funny. And so, yeah, so, Sometimes yeah. they're not. Right, exactly. So, so, you know, I met somebody at that time. We decided to get serious. I was with her for eight years. She became my wife. And I just knew that from past experience, if if I was going to try to make it work, I couldn't have 
asset. Does that make sense? Yeah. I had to make sure that I was there. I wanted to be that father that was there all the time. So while the song is like moving up the charts, I picked up the phone and, and basically called Akon and Big John, my manager, and I said, I'm done. Oh, wow. And they said, what? And I said, I'm done. I need a break. And they're like, dude, what are you talking about? And, I'm, and they're like, your next song with Snoop, SEX, is supposed to drop. And I just did a song with 50 Cent. And I'm like, I, I need a break. I was like, dude, I was like, if I don't get a break, I'm going to end up dead. I was like, I got to take a break. I can't do this. I need to be home with my son. Luckily, they were so cool. And my manager, Scott, was so cool that they were like, okay, well, if you continue to do music whenever you get time, we'll just we'll keep you signed and go from there. So I was always supposed to take a two-year break. But obviously, it ended up being a lot longer because as I started to build my relationship and getting a different career going and, and, and seeing what it's like to be a father mm-hmm. and to be able to... Well, I would and, imagine you can't just start up again when... Whenever you just, want just enjoying all those moments with him, man. I don't regret it. I mean, it was the best thing that's ever happened. I mean, ever. And I honestly never thought I was ever going to do music again. Like I, oh, wow. I had, I had told myself I'm not doing music again. I hadn't done everything that I wanted to do yet. There were still a couple of things that I wanted to do, like mm-hmm. shoot a music video. I wanted my son to see me perform. But other than that, I mean, I've done a song with Akon. I've done a song with Fifty Cent. I've done a song with Ray J. I've done a song with Drake. I've done a song with Snoop. You know, I've been with Bone Thugs and Harmony at the Grammys. Oh, I mean, cool. so the thing is is that I've done all those materialistic things. There were still some things that I, you know, hadn't done yet. And then after, you know, the marriage didn't work out and after the divorce, my son and I talked about it for a little bit and and he was basically just like, you know, why don't you why don't you go out there and do music? And of course, the music that he wants me to do is the stuff he's that he's listening to now, which is never going to happen. But the, <laughs> but the point is, but the point is, is that so now he clowns on me for some of the stuff I do, you know, as well now. But anyway, he, he once he gave me his blessing at he, I think he was fourteen at the time. Yeah, that's when I was like, and plus when they're fourteen, they start getting independent. Yeah, and they're like, well, you know, I love you, Dad. You know, thank you for all you've done. Yeah, if you're not screw home you, every I want to hang out with my friends. <laughs> that's not so that you know, I'm you know, I'm single. That this. So finally, I was like, you know what? Once I became single, I started realizing, you know, I probably wasn't the easiest to be around because I stopped doing things that I love to do, yeah, like playing basketball, coaching, doing music, this and that and this. And once I became single, I started focusing on the things that I love to do. And so music, thank God for 2RQ. And thank God for J-Ray. Because I remember just making reaching out to J-Ray real quick and saying, hey man, I'm thinking about doing music again. He's like, well, I'm retired. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm retired too. And he's and he's like, but I've always wanted to work with you. And I'm like, and I'm like dude, the only way I'm doing this is if I work with you. And that's it. And he's like, okay. And so then to our Q, who's a local rapper here, one of the most phenomenal rappers I've ever heard in my entire life. He's like, let's get you in the studio, man. So I got in the studio. I recorded a song. I was in a pretty dark place at that time because I was going through my divorce. The Ouch. song I thought was horrible, but the words were phenomenal because I wrote it. And then and then he's like, hey, man, come on here and do this song with me called Lights. He just kept pulling me in. Sure. Do this song called Lights with me, which we're performing tomorrow night, by the way. So I was like, okay, cool. So I recorded the song Lights With and I was like, okay, all right. And then I went in there and did another one. And then finally I was like, okay, I got I got it back. And then the harmonies came back because that was the thing. I was always known for my harmony. And so the harmonies came back and, and that's what got me back into the studio to record and start working on the new album. And so I just saw a video of yours. And uh, what was that like? You were just talking about how you wanted to film a video. I did. It was amazing. I, to our Q shot it. I told does he my... have a street name? Or that's that's the street name. Like, does he have a name that I'd recognize? Quinn, he doesn't go by Quinn. But Quinn. Two R- I mean, everybody knows him as Q R Q. Okay. I mean, but yeah, he. If you've noticed, the one thing that I wanted to do this time around was I wanted to keep my circle tight and small. 
Mm-hmm. Smart. <laughs> I, I did. I, you know, last time around, I caught so much slack from you. That I was like, oh, he's done this and this and this, but he doesn't. He doesn't get back to his local. Well, I got news for you. When you're like really doing it and you're signed, you're never home. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you're mm-hmm. always in LA. And so this time around, I told myself I want to make sure that I'm really trying to give back to Fort Wayne, Huntington, keep my circle tight with nothing but people from that area. And some of my friends from still back in L.A. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, Prince Saheed produced a song with Drake. Uh, L.A. Buck is the one that hooks up all the connections. My boy Rasby from B2K, um, the group B2K, he's a close friend of mine. And so we still we still you know talk and do a lot of things out there. Shammy D and that, that uh, DJs all the Nordstrom parties out there as well. So, I mean, you know, I wanted to make sure that all the people that were really there for me, that I got back in touch with and kept my circle tight with them. That's kind of what we did. Q shot the video for Secrets. You look like you had so much fun with it, though. Even with your process on social media, just random postings I was I noticing. Did. Mm-hmm. I did. But it and brought you, you a lot of joy. Well, you know what I do? The reason why I have fun with it now is because I kind of live it like it's my last. You know what? This could be the last time I do something. Why not just have fun? And, and don't put any pressure. Because that was the thing. There was so much pressure. Like, like Which is fine, because I can handle pressure. But when you're with the number one record label in the world, and you're trying to compete with you know, Akon and, and Kobe and and Dangerous and everything else that we were doing. And, and I'm holding my own. It's just like, okay, you know what? It wasn't as fun. And so this time around, I just wanted to have fun with it. Whether I get, I could care less whether I get 25 views, 6,000 views. I'm not doing it for anybody else this time around. I'm doing it for me. Because it brings you joy. And yeah. that's the biggest thing. Like I remember when I wore the makeup the first time at the LMFAO <laughs> show at the 1079 show here in town when Sucker for Love exploded. It, it just exploded. And I had the makeup on and nobody knew. Not not Akon, not my manager, not nothing. And I had it underneath my sunglasses. And I waited till the last song to take my glasses off. And that place was jam-packed and you could hear every girl go... <gasps> You know, when I had it on. And I did that for me. And I remember I caught so much heat for it. And then I did a photo shoot. Really? Oh, yeah. Then I did a photo shoot with nothing but makeup on there, too. And then I caught so much heat for that. And then Lady Gaga comes out. And then everybody's like, oh, no, it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) But but, but, but the point is, is that... sure it's fine when she does. Yeah, right, right. The point is, is I was just like, you know, that's when I really started, like, branching out and doing stuff for me and kind of going from there. But then I took my break and I just told myself, you know, this time around, I want to do the things that I... that. I still needed to get done. The only thing that's left on my list to do is to have my son see me perform because I just opened up for Twista, the Yin Yang Twins, a lot of acts downtown. And that was my first show in eight years and that was pretty nerve-wracking. But as soon as I grabbed the <laughs> oh, microphone, as soon as I grabbed the mic, I didn't care. It was like riding a yeah. bike. You know what I mean? He didn't get a chance to watch me perform because he had to study for a test. Are you performing tomorrow? Is that what you think? I am, but it's going to be at Alibi's, who passed away. It'll be at Alibi's get-together that he's having. I'm sorry, guys, but this will this podcast will come out after the show. So. Yeah, 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 right. Right, so, so yeah, we're, and we're going to do Lights. We're going to do the song Lights, I, I believe, is what we're going to do. And then I'm, I have another show where I'm opening up for Nelly on July 29th in South Bend. I'm supposed to be. Okay, we should um, have it out in plenty of time for that one. So yeah, right. July 29th. Right, exactly. And so, so, and I've got other gigs, you know, going on too. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm just more focused right now on getting the new CD done. I mean, that that's really it. And I'm kind of a perfectionist, so if something is an eight... I'm not going to drop it unless I think it's a 10. So, you know, I've got five songs done for the album right now. I'm going to, I'm going to do nine Mm -hmm. and then just kind of release it and, 
and that's it, man. I mean, I never released a full album when, when I was signed to Akon. We were working on it, but I never released that full album. And you can hear all the songs online, but this album's going to be me. I was known for the guy that did all the collabs mm-hmm. with everybody back in the day. So now my three goals were to do a full album that was just me, even though I did end up doing a song with 2RQ because that's my boy. <laughs> and that's our next single, by the way. It's, it's called Slide, and it's coming out July 6th, and then okay, we're shooting awesome. a video for it. So we got that, and that song is pretty dope. I wanted to do a full CD of my stuff, no collabs, except for 2RQ. And then I wanted to do a music video, which I've already done, and I want my son to watch me perform. And to be honest with you, if I do all that, I've done everything. Is he going to be there when you open up for Nelly? I don't know yet. We'll see. If, and if Even if he doesn't get a chance to watch me perform, I've done almost everything else. But I still would well, love to have we can have watch him. you perform on YouTube. Yeah, well, <laughs> he, can, yeah, he can do that too, but I don't know. Some of it's a totally cool. different thing in the live environment, though. I see, you know, yeah. I want him to be there and have that experience yeah, too. I do. You know, I do. But you know what? To me, his grades are more important. I mean, so, you know, like he was supposed to be at that show, but I told you when I talked to you on that. We had to get him ready for finals. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, my, my thing is, is because I grew up with nothing and now I've had this opportunity and now I have my own business and stuff like that. The bottom line is, is that I'm fortunate enough now to not have to do music as my number one cost of living. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Number one, number one. It's some wiggle room. Exactly. I don't have to do that anymore, but I love to do it and I love performing and I'm just so happy and blessed that I'm getting opportunities even like this to be able to do this. And, um, you know, the biggest thing is right now is, is. I think I'm appreciating it more now. I did, if you would have told me three or four years ago that I was going to be sitting here talking about my new CD, I would just be like, you're crazy. Because I thought I was done. It's hard to get in the right headspace, though, yeah. sometimes with music and the arts. Yeah. That was a question mm-hmm. I was going to ask. And I'll keep it brief because I know yeah. uh, we have other questions. But like when you're going through the period of all the pressure that you went through mm-hmm. before and early on in your career, how hard is that to get on stage sometimes and really bring authentically, you know, like your, your 150% self and yeah. all of your artistry if you're going through a lot of pressure or you're having yeah. a hug somewhere else or yeah. a difficult time in your personal life. It's really tough to do that. And it, so it is. So you have to make a decision at that point in time. And I know it sounds so bad, but I think that's why so many artists get themselves in trouble is because I think they, they make that their number one priority yeah. is being on stage. So they don't have any of that other drama. You see what I'm saying? In their mind, it's drama. Yeah. When in reality, it could be family. Sure. It could be problem issues Health, that you have to finances, yeah, anything, finances, anything, anything. Yeah. But I think to them, and that's what gets them in trouble. To me, when I grabbed that microphone, I never, ever, it didn't affect me on stage because when I grabbed the mic, that was my chill moment. Like that was my, just, that was the fun time. You just go into beast mode. Exactly. When I grabbed the microphone, that was my fun time. It's so, like your talisman. Yeah, I never, I could be the most, it's funny you say that because I remember times where I would, 10 minutes, I'd be screaming at some of my management because they didn't they didn't have the mics or something didn't happen or so I'd be so upset but as soon as I grabbed that microphone maybe it's different as a woman because it's not like I that. don't know well you play <laughs> instruments though oh, so I God. mean the thing is is that I don't play instruments I just have to grab the mic and sing I've always thought that people that play instruments are more talented than I am even though I feel like I have a pretty strong voice the point is is that I just can't even imagine playing and trying to sing at the same time yeah I don't know I but I love interacting you know I'm the kind of person that will you have run. a good energy yeah I'll run yeah. out in the crowd I'll pull people up on the stage I pulled 80 year old women up on the stage <laughs> and started dancing with them so I mean it's fun and even during that break that we were talking about that hiatus we were talking about you know I didn't stop doing music altogether sure my buddies had a band around town here 
And I caught flack for this, too. I had a band called Kill Nancy. And they had lost their lead singer. And they'd asked me if I wanted to be the lead singer. And they did covers. Of all the groups that we just talked about. That's you so know, cool. like 38 Special, oh, Prince, awesome. Van Halen, Motley yeah. Crue. And I was like, I love to do it. And people around me were like, why would you want to do that and tarnish your, you know? And I'm like, dude, I don't look at it that way. I was like, awesome. I was like, I get a chance to go up Make here music. And, and do music. Yeah. Now, the problem is, is what I didn't realize at the time was that before, when I was doing my stuff with Convict, I could do three songs and make three to five grand a show, and I'm done. Oh, but man. with this group, <laughs> I would get up here and have to do 40 songs, okay, get and make 100 bucks. <laughs> and then you have to do the next night. And I'm like, dude, this is 80, 80, 80 songs for $200. About a year into that, I remember walking up to Greg and being like, I'm done, dude. I was like, dude, I love you guys, but this is too much. I was like, it's a lot. I was like, I never really realized how much work it is so it gave me more of an appreciation too for like you know cover bands or people that are performing yeah. the joke is it's, it's a lot of work it's not a lot of money yeah and i was so i realized how spoiled i was too and so i just, I just was like dude i was like so it's not like i completely you know stopped doing it but i remember people was like wait a minute why is he doing this but i did that for me as yeah, well you know because i loved doing that kind of music and i'll do it again if if you know maybe a one night off one off night but yeah. i mean the point is is that i had fun doing that also so i've always kept music around me even now uh, but when i took that break i didn't listen to my own stuff i didn't listen to my own stuff for eight years i did not i mean my, i could hear my son listening to it up in his room when he was younger but um i never listened to my own stuff and i just took a break from music completely except for when i performed with the band for that year so when i decided to make my move and do it again i actually had to reprogram myself and go back what i did was i started probably in 2015 and 16 listening to all the stuff i grew up to you know what i'm saying and started oh, to really cool. to just get my love back in my yeah. past because i was so burnt out um you know from where i was at and go it's back not to the source yeah it's not like this is a boohoo story of i'm burnt out i mean the no. point is is that i wanted to see what the family life was all about i wanted to be a great father I didn't want to be a good father. I wanted to be a great father. And for me to be able to do that, I needed to be able to focus 100% on him. And when he gave me his blessing to be able to do that again, and after I had church in my life and everything else in my life, I realized, you know what? This is something that I'm always going to be doing. That's I'm great. always going to have it inside of my body. I'm well, we're glad you came back to it. And we're yeah. coming up on time here. Yeah. So just in the last couple of minutes yeah. here, yeah. where can we go to find you? And what what would you like people to do? What songs? Well, I have a music Facebook page as well. Um, you know, just Jason Miller. You can go to that as well. Um, you can go to Spotify and right check on. out all my stuff on Spotify. Like all my stuff's on Spotify. The song with Akon. I believe the Snoop song's on there as well. I mean, all my stuff, even stuff that I've recorded without those guys. Um, I think I've got a total in my catalog so far of like forty nine or fifty songs. That's cool. Um, all together. You know that you can listen to. I don't, and I'm sure most of them are on there. You can go to YouTube to check out the video. Mm -hmm. um, iTunes, of course. Mm -hmm. It's for secrets. Yeah, for okay. secrets. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, well, iTunes has Sucker for Love and everything else on there too. Yeah. Um, right, right. When I took my break is when you know all those media outlets were really starting to explode. That's another thing too. Is it's different. Yeah. Than it was before. Yeah. So it's all about YouTube hits and this and that and this and it's all know. about social media. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's kind of cool, but it's kind of sucks too because I'm it's old school. Changed it. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm like you know get out to a concert. Yeah. Go. Get out to a Actually show. Go. You know what I mean? You so know. Where can we go to 
find out where you're playing next if we do want to go see a concert. Well, you'll go to my Facebook page okay. and, and check it out on my Facebook. We had a website and, and stuff like that that we used back in the day, but honestly, right now, I, I have two different Facebook pages, my personal one, and then I have my music one. With the, so, most, the, the most recent updates. You got okay. it, with the gotcha. most recent updates on there. And so so we, we use that. I mean, and like I said, the new single, Slide, is coming out July 6th, and then the, the name of the album is uh, Jason Miller, Nocturnal Animals. I, I'm pretty excited about it. It's got the 80s kind of synth feel to it, but it's got like the 90 hooks to it. Cool. With, be, with the drums sounding like today. Cool. So it's kind of got, you know, a mixture. And that's really what I'm trying to do right now is come back with fun music. You know, not so fun that it's bubblegum pop, but kind of the music, you know, like the 80s. The 80s music for as cheesy as it was. I feel it made you feel good. It made you feel good. Yeah. yeah. And so that's kind of, you know, where I'm at. But I'm also trying to have a couple of songs that are new age as well. I like to challenge myself. So I'm challenging myself right now to see, you know, still be still be somebody that people want to listen to. And I just wanted to say thank you to all my fans out there um, that have encouraged me and I've been very, very straightforward on social media. Yeah. Like, I haven't really sugarcoated anything on social media. I think people just media. love a comeback story, too. Well, yeah. Really I mean, I haven't it. really, like, I mean, against my probably my management's wishes, I haven't really, like, sugarcoated anything. So, I mean, this time around, I've really put my heart in and let people know where I'm at and let people into where I'm at. Because the way I grew up in this business was never let them see anything except for the superstar. Well, guess what? <laughs> the new the new social media environment yeah. and everything, yeah. I think you're on the leading edge there, not your management well so. i appreciate that my management i mean they, they're they're great i wouldn't be anywhere without my management so i love my i love my manager scott i love it but at the, but at the same token it's just like now i want people to like get a feel of me because i think before it got to the point to where it was like people might have thought that maybe i had a big head because of i was always out in california all the time stuff like that i didn't i just didn't have time to come back here that much <laughs> yeah. so i mean the thing was is that now i want them to be a part like i want all the people to be a part of what i'm doing when i mess up I'm going to call myself out on it on social media so yeah. they can laugh about it too. Like as far as when I'm in the studio, you know, I, I, I do that because I want them to be a part of every day of what I'm doing to see what, the, what it's like and, process, and to see what yeah, the, the journey is like and the process is like as well. And so I'm so thankful for all my fans. I mean, I've had so many people reach out to me. When's, when, when's this coming out? Yada, oh, yada, yada. Awesome. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, I get a chance to give back to them and to give them something that they want to hear. So I'm just Good so for grateful for all of them and grateful to God for giving me the talent to be able to do this. And, and so, grateful to my son for giving me the confidence and well, so. we're excited to see how it turns yeah, out and definitely. we'll be we'll be following you and we'll be listening definitely. to the new songs and yeah you guys can check out the video on youtube like we've been saying uh do you have anything else alicia thanks for joining us this has been fun yeah this yeah. is really definitely. fun there's awesome stories in yeah. here yeah now I if you want to subscribe to the keeping it local podcast is go down to the little form at the bottom that we have it embedded on the blog post or uh, you can just go to itunes we're going to be on there and uh we'll see you next time thanks a lot <laughs>